maybe you're listening to this episode because you already have a sales page and it's just not converting quite as much as you like it to. Or maybe you're working on your very first sales page and you want to make it good. You want it to convert from day one. Either way, you are going to gain extremely valuable insights from today's episode and you're going to walk away with the next few steps to revamp and create your sales page from scratch so that it works like a champ. All right. Hi, I'm Michelle Hahn and I've built multiple six-figure online businesses from home that offers the financial freedom for me to do what I want, when I want. And most importantly, it allows me to be available for my children whenever they need me. And let me tell you that hard work and hustle are not essential ingredients for our successes. So how do you build a thriving business from home and impacting thousands from around the world? This is the Chill Mamba Show. If you're an online entrepreneur, you've got a sales page. In fact, you may have more than one. And if you don't have one yet, I bet you have an idea of what you want to sell. So listen to these tips to learn where to focus when you build your sales page. I'm recording this because today I'm about to build a sales page for one of our programs on Mumboss Academy. And if I have learned anything in my past eight years or so of being an online entrepreneur is that if done right, your sales page can be goal and is really one of the most essential parts of your sales funnel, right? I mean, you've taken your traffic to become your followers and you convert them to become your leads and they sign up for your email list. And at the end of it is really your sales page, right? For them to finally make that purchase with you. And when your sales page leaves your customer saying, oh my God, you read my mind. This is exactly what I needed. Take my money, right? Then you know that you've hit the nail on the head. But that's not necessarily something that happens on your first try when you are new at this. And I'm speaking from experience here. The first time when you create a sales pitch or a sales page, it is tough. And in fact, it took me a while to get to the perfect formula of a highly converting sales page. And yes, there is a formula. And that's the good news, right? And if you are a part of our Momentum membership, uh, shout out to you. You know that we have done coaching sessions when we talk about conversions and sales pages. And also, I would like to share what we have shared then with you to my beloved podcast listener. And um, so here I want to give you, and if you are part of Momentum already, you know, here is where I would love you to get some insights and reminders and ideas for you to use to make your sales pitch or your sales pitch even better. And 
Here's the bottom line. If you want to increase your sales conversion rate, you've got to master your sales page, which is why in this episode, I'm going to share the three essential parts of that formula to get your sales page to convert like hotcakes and to make you feel as though you're speaking directly to each individual potential customer. Because after all, that's what you need to create lifelong raving fans, right? And now, maybe you're listening to this episode because you already have a sales page and it's just not converting quite as much as you like it to. Or maybe you're working on your very first sales page and you want to make it good. You want it to convert from day one. Either way, you are going to gain extremely valuable insights from today's episode and you're going to walk away with the next few steps to revamp and create your sales page from scratch so that it works like a champ. All right, let's dive in. Now, just to make sure that we're on the same page about what a sales page is. Your sales page is a tool for delivering the four W's of your offer. That means it addresses what your offer is, who is it for, why you created it, and what transformation does your product or service offer to the customer? And then how? How does it transform, right? How does it help your customer win? So it should conquer objections, answer questions, and convince your future customers that this is exactly what they need. Your product is exactly what they need. And in other words, this is where your conversion happens. This is literally where all your hard work pays off. Okay? So when it comes to your ideal customer landing on your sales page, it's important to note that everyone digests things differently, right? Uh, For example, if you have action takers, and these are people who already know they're going to say yes to your offer even before they get to your sales page. And then these are the people who usually have been following you or they attended your webinar or they attended your uh, online sales, uh, sorry, online live session, and they have been loyal to you during your pre-launch or they have seen your products, they're ready to buy. So as soon as they arrive at your sales page, they're ready to buy. No question asked, you know, they're ready and they're just thinking, just give me what you got, right? I mean, we love these kind of customers, but there are a lot of people who need more information right? And then you also have those people who are just curious or they are skimmers. They are people who just come to your website. They're not going to read through every single thing. They're just going to peruse through your sales page and only read the sections that they think are important or that grabs their attention, like the headlines and bolded words, okay? I am a skimmer. When I go to a page, I don't read every single thing. I just find the information that confirms what I already want 
from the products that I'm going to buy, right? And then there are also some audience who would read every single word or sometimes they'll go through it again and again, right? And maybe that's you, right? So you, some people need to read it three times, four times until they finally get that they need what you need, what they need, what what you're selling, right? So it's important to keep these various types of ideal customers in mind as you put together your sales page because different features cater to different types of people. And so now that you know what a sales page is and understand the different personality types to be aware of, now we can cover some sales page essentials. Hey there, I'm taking a short break to let you know that if you've been thinking of starting a business but you just don't know where or how to start or you're that frazzled entrepreneur trying to do everything but your business is still not growing, consider Momentum, my month-to-month coaching membership to take your business to that next level so you can reach your goals faster and easier. You will also gain access to in-depth training, strategies, mindset coaching, and an exclusive community that is designed to help you define your purpose, clarify your strategy, and build a business and life you love. Head over to michellehorn.com forward slash momentum to join us now. So first off, let's talk about your call to actions. Call to actions is basically you telling people to like buy now, reserve now, uh, get on a discovery call, anything, right? Call to actions to buy. And usually if you've been to any of my sales page, you've probably seen how I sprinkle my call to action buttons throughout my sales page, right? And it's really important to do it because if you're only having it in one page or one place on your page, that's a big no-no because in a long sales conversion page, people will be like, where, where do I find it? Some, some people are just like, you know, they're skimming. The schemers like me might have missed a button or two, right? So now your next question would probably be, so Michelle, then where should I sprinkle these call to action buttons? Okay, where do you strategically place so that you don't annoy people or overwhelm potential customers? And while I think it does depend on the length of your sales page, I generally recommend that you have four different calls to action throughout your entire sales page. The first one should be above the fall, right? Very near to the top of your page. And this one is for those action takers that I mentioned, that I mentioned before, people who are ready to buy, right? So if you're placing a call to action that says, by now, near the very top allows them to just take action right away without getting frustrated just reading through your you know long copies and images to to just get to the next step. 
And then your second call to action, uh, which is a, a buy now that perhaps leads to an order form, you know, where they put in their credit card details, addresses or things like that, then your call to action should be right after you shared what is included in your business, your, your product, right? Usually it's like un right after the product description, like what's included in it. If it's include like, you know, a phone and a charger and the whole lot, what is included and then right there right? Right there. Okay, what is included? Okay, I'm ready to buy now. So you put a call to action button right there. And then you can also put another one on your, if you're giving any bonus, any upgrades or anything like that to make them to sweeten the deal, add another call to action right after the bonus section. So, um, so basically, usually in on your sales page, you have a section that clearly lays out what's included in your offer and then any bonuses, any great deals that they can absolutely need to grab to say yes right now. That's where you drop your call to action, right? This is a way to support them when there's kind of like, wow, I'm, I'm fired up about your, your offer right now and then the extra goodies and the deals makes me like, I, want, I need to get this now. Think no further, get them to hit that button right away. So you drop a button right there. Um, the next call to action button that you can put is this, is if you have any sort of guarantee or money back promise, right? A money back guarantee. So many people want to make sure that, you know, they can get a return. Uh, they can return if there's a change of mind. Um, so once they realize that there's a safety net and this section usually dramatically decreases the risk factor for them. So therefore, this is a perfect place to invite them to say yes and buy now. And last but not least, your call to action that caters to your audience member who read every single last word is to just put a call to action at the very bottom of your sales page, right? So I personally like to wrap up my sales page with a little personal note on like either motivation, last, last word sort of thing for people who are still unsure. So I just kind of like, you know, wrap it up with a little motivation speech or a quote as you would say and then iterate that I'm here to support them or this this is exactly what they need for that transformation right so this is almost like an emotional section at the very bottom of my sales page and to leave them feeling confident in the purchase right and so that's where I put my last call to action, like to either enroll now, buy now, or just click and just go to an order form so that they don't have to scroll back up and find that call to action button, right? All right, so that's your action item. Reassess where your call to action buttons are currently on your sales page and use the strategies that I just shared to improve your call to action placements and then boost your conversion. Remember, think about it like a little sprinkles that you sprinkle to throughout the page. 
so that it's easy for people to just hit that button and buy from you. All right, so next on the list is clearly stating who your product and offer is for. And honestly, if you're going to put this, this, this important part of information is, of course, is to put it at the top of your sales page. There are sales pages that I've seen, you know, the, the, the who the product is for and what is it about all the way to the bottom. It's like I scroll through half the page and I still don't get why this is for me and why I need to keep reading, right? People or your audience should not have to search for that information. So make sure you put it at the top of the page, right? So the goal of this section of clearly stating who your product is for, and you need to put that right at the top so that the goal of this section is for them to go and see this and say, all right, this is for me. Let's see what I can get out of this. Let's see what I can learn from this. Let's see why I need this product, right? So when they see themselves in your copy, and feel confident that your program, your product or service is designed to help them and then it keeps them reading and so that they stay on your sales page so that they can learn more, right? And eventually sign up, <laughs> okay? So for example, for my Mom Boss Goal sales page, <clears throat> I start this by saying, moms who've always wanted to start a business, this is for you, right? So before I even go into what this program, how long it takes, the module, just talk about who is it really for, okay? So you can see how sometimes you can actually put the messaging as subtle as you want or it can be as obvious as you want, right? For my Digital Startup Academy, we just put their attention entrepreneurs, mompreneurs, uh, e-commerce business owners, like it's very obvious I'm talking to this group of people. And if you're not already an entrepreneur, if you're just a wannabe, I'm not wasting your time, right? And it's also resonate with people who are like, all right, I don't have time. This is for me. Let's go. Okay. So you want to be very specific here um, and also sort of cast a wide net if you may, right? I would say, um, this is for, um, let's say for Mamba's goal, where I take people from zero idea to launching the business in 90 days. I would say um, this is for those of you who have always wanted a business, who have always wanted to start a business. And for those of you who have started a business, but you haven't done anything to it. You really don't know where to go from here, right? So I'm casting, I'm being specific and yet cast a white-ish net so that it also covers those who actually started but they need more support and that hey this is for them too I'm also not cutting those people out right um, so yeah that's something that you should think about if it's currently not in or on your sales page you need to exactly think about where you can put that who this product or service for put that copy right at the top preferably above the fold above the fold means the top of your 
website before people have to start scrolling is right there. Okay, that's the most important part of your sales page. Okay, and another reason why you want to be specific, you talk about who they are, and maybe you go into some of the needs and wants, and and when you do that, is because you want to repel those who are not a good fit by your product, really, right? The idea is not to sell to everyone. It's really to sell to those who need your product. And the last thing you want to do is to have someone who is not a good fit read through your entire sales page only to realize at the end that they're not a good fit and that your offer, your product or service doesn't really align with their wants, needs or desires, right? Or maybe worse still, maybe they read through all of that and some parts does uh, speak to them and they ended up actually buying and then they're not a good fit and then they, they want refund, they want returns and you have difficult customers because of that because they are not the target audience that you, you want. So be transparent and clear about who is the right fit for your offer very early on on your sales page. All right, so your action steps for this is that I want you to identify if you can paint the picture or a clear picture of who will be the ideal customer for what you're offering. Because once that's clear, right? I mean, um, if you've been to any of my webinars or uh, if you're part of Momentum, again, you have gone through our ICA or our Ideal Customer Avatar training, right? So once you have that, once that's clear, take note of where it is currently placed, that target audience, or is it on your sales page at all? Take note of whether it's on or if it is on, where it is currently placed, and make sure to move it up closer to the top of your page, okay? All right, now moving right along, let's talk about the very last area or the very last thing we can do to improve your sales page right away. We are going to hone in on a specific copywriting technique called future pacing. Um, and for those of you who who always ask me, hey, can you cover something about copywriting? We understand that's, that's um, important. So here, I'm going to give you a little nugget of that, okay? And if your sales page is missing future pacing, there is a good chance you're missing out on converting valuable, val valuable potential customers into your customers, right? I would like to call this section the highlights reel. And the outcome is to paint the, a picture in the heads of your potential customers, your perspective, your prospects about what's possible and how your products or your service will get them there. And in this section, you want to focus on describing specific desirable scenarios that would become possible 
once they've used your product, once they've used your service. And an effective way to do this is to paint the picture of where they are right now, right? Use some of their common objections. Why common objections are things that are stopping them from saying yes. Okay, maybe you do know the common objections, you know, maybe the lack of time, the lack of money, the lack of confidence, right? So what are the common objections and struggles that your audience or potential customers have shared with you? And then show them what it would look like on the other side, thanks to your product your service, right? Basically showing them how grass, how the grass is actually greener on the other side, as long as they say yes and purchase your product, right? And of course, they need to do the work, use the product, right? Or, or actually utilize the service that you are offering to them. So um, an example for, say, from one of my in-demand sales page. You can see that I'm actually talking or, or, or preparing for this podcast off-cuff because, um, yeah, because the way I babble, right? And so let's take the example of my in-demand sales page, right? So the header for this section is for this section where I future pace, where we call, we use this um, technique called future pacing, is that I would say by the end of this program, you will have something, 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 right? And then I go into the specifics. You will have a personal brand that stands out in your industry, right? For in demand. So you need to nail down what is your, your product transformation, right? So what can people gain after they saying yes to you right if it's a slimming program like how would life look like after they slim down right if the lack of confidence is is stopping them right now perhaps after they say yes they'll have lots of confidence in saying yes to life that's one example right so this is, you know, the, the list goes on for you. So it's just finding out what is stopping them right now and how after using your product would benefit them. So just say that, actually spell it out for them. Because if you don't, sometimes people just can't imagine what is waiting for them at the end of the journey, at the at um, that's a saying that I love from um, James Wedmore, one of my mentors. Transformation begins at transaction. When people purchase something, that's where the transformation begins. And at the end of that transformation, what can you promise them? How would life look like for them? Spell it out for them, okay? So uh, let me take you back to, uh, to another example, right? Let's say I am going to teach someone start an online course, right? Um, in Mambo School, we have that. 
we have a part of that. So let's say um, I'm going to teach you how you are going to nail down on the your information product topic, right? Let's talk about what they're going to get, right? And I would also talk about the struggle. So I would talk about my copy would be instead of spending another year just thinking about what you can sell, right? Or what you can teach. And I'm just going to be really specific about what they can accomplish. Um, for example, I could also talk about for in-demand, I know I'm going back and forth, it may be confusing for you right now. For in-demand where I talk about, when I where I teach personal brands so that you stand out in your industry, I could talk about right now, you may be attracting the mom and pops business. You may be attracting no one. Right now, you may be feeling invisible in your industry. But after the program, when you become a person who's in demand in your industry, you will attract clients like the big names if that's what they aspire to, right? So you need to know your customer really well. What do they value? What do they want to become? Okay, so beyond just listing what they will transform, and 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 do right or get out of your product think about just painting a picture of what life would look like for them and what kind of stress will they let go of what kind of struggle can be a thing of the past so beyond just listing this is what you're going to get from this program or this is what you're going to get from this product this is what you're going to get from this package of services really think about what life would look like for them what they'll feel like once they get the results that you're promising okay so i would recommend that you put six bullet points that you don't have to spell it out in like you know don't do a creative writing uh, a full five paragraph thesis of how life would look like just keep it short and simple have five to six bullet points in this section of your sales page that highlights the incredible results that your potential customer will experience by purchasing your product or your service. All right, so here's your action item right here. I want you to revisit your sales page and see if you already have this, if you already have future pace in your copywriting. Are you addressing this before? Where are your customers now according to the objections and struggles and follow it up with a solution that you can offer them, right? And it's important that these are bulleted and not in full paragraphs, especially for the skimmers. People are like myself who don't read the full thing and we just skim through things, all right? So that's it. If your sales page isn't converting, I want you to go through this list one by one and take the action steps that I've just listed down for you. And you've, you've never created a sales page before. Here are just three new, very important tips and tricks, whatever you want to call them, to help you create your next 
seller sales page. All right, so let's do a quick recap here. One, what are your call to actions and where are they placed? The call to actions are usually the buttons on your sales page, right? Where are they placed? Are they strategically placed? And remember the four areas that I said would be the perfect place to put your call to action buttons, okay? So have you included all these things, right? If you have included all these four sections and you have call to actions on your sales page, then you're good, you're great. And number two, do you make it very clear, very, very clear early on who your product or your offer is for? Again, you know, put these magic words at the very top of the page and make it something that's so like in their face. Hey, attention, or if this is you, are you blah, 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 right? So they can't ignore it. They can't deny it. And it's, it's very clear to them of who you serve. Number three, paint a picture of how your product is the solution for your customer by laying out the highlight reel, right? The, the transformation in six, five to six bullet points. Okay, play around with these and tweak it and see whether it, it works, right? It's good to um, include something that's tangible as well as something that's emotional. And your sales page is very important. So do put in the time, the thought, the energy, the work and focus into this because this is where all your crazy work before, right? The, the lead generation and all that, this is where you will actually get the reward for your hard work. Okay, so thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'll see you next week, same time, same place. Bye-bye. Now, if you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a review wherever you're listening. A good one, I hope. You can also tag me at the Cho Mom or momboss.academy on Instagram and tell me what you like or have learned from today's episode. I love seeing how you fit my podcast into your life. Till the next time, all my best and you've got this.